not easy to spend beyond one's means in Major League Baseball. And that was illustrated both painfully and tragically yesterday. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. And this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins in the same place that you found this. Peter Seidler, longtime owner of the Padres and a real civic booster of the great city of San Diego. And I mean, great city. It's a wonderful place. Passed away yesterday at the age of 63. Two-time cancer survivor, uh, battling any number of illnesses over recent years and lost way too soon. Uh, That's going to be something that's felt really, really, really deeply by the people of San Diego and by fans of that franchise. Over the past two, three years or so, we've seen the Padres rise up into, I guess you could say that they were a should have been power more than they were an actual power. They contended. And then this year they didn't. All kinds of things went wrong and they missed the playoffs. But the other component to what happened is the part that's instructive, I think, to the Pirates and to Pittsburgh, which is that the Padres did spend and they spent like crazy. And they spent to try to keep up with, in particular, the Dodgers right up I-5, even though the Dodgers were working from a payroll that was built on so much more revenue than the Padres could ever amass. They looked up there and they said, well, look at them. They're spending all this money, but they bring in 57,000 people packing Dodger Stadium and And they're winning World Series and everything else. And we can do that, too. And, you know, one can only guess to what extent the illnesses themselves influenced Mr. Seidler, where he just said, look, I I don't know how much longer I'm going to be around. I'm going to put everything I have into this. Maybe that'll eventually emerge. But for now, that's what's there. And it doesn't work. To my knowledge, it hasn't worked anywhere since 1997. And that was when Wayne Huizenga, the owner of the old blockbuster video conglomerate, poured a zillion dollars into what was then the Florida Marlins and won a World Series. He bought it brazenly after they won with Jim Leland's stewardship. He sold off Everything and everyone stripped them down for parts. He got what he wanted. Game over. That was that. But otherwise, it's never worked anywhere. Every once in a while, we'll see a team that's based in a market like San Diego or like Cincinnati will do it occasionally. Milwaukee has done it where they will very visibly spend beyond their means. Whether that's because you have an owner in place who just, you know, feels some sort of special urgency or whether they just want to be the one who's suddenly popular on all the talk shows or social media, but they go and they do it. 
And everyone says, yes, look at that. Look at the Reds. Look at the Brewers. Look at the Padres. That's how it ought to be done. And that's how it ought to be done in Pittsburgh. And that's how it ought to be done everywhere else. And it never works. But no one ever talks about it when it doesn't work. Am I right here? Am I right? How many winters have gone by where the Reds would go through one of their free agent binges? Remember when they they, they had the one uh, off season of adding Nick Castellanos and a bunch of other guys? And everyone said, look at that. Now that's how it's done. Why don't we have an owner? And then poof, they're gone because you can't afford everything that comes with those way higher payrolls. You can't afford the depth. You can't afford to cover for when things go wrong or whenever players get injured. Or in the case of Steve Cohen this past summer, when literally everything goes wrong. Now, Cohen is in New York. Cohen has not only unlimited funding of his own, but also the blessing to be based in our nation's largest market. Something goes wrong with the Mets, they can bounce right back next season. They just might, as a matter of fact. But not in San Diego. Over this summer, this didn't get a whole lot of attention for something that I thought was a pretty big development. The Padres had to take out a $50 million loan just to cover payroll. A loan to cover a major league payroll. And yeah, that's happened in Pittsburgh. That's happened going back to the Aramis Ramirez trade of 2003, whenever Kevin McClatchy was the principal owner at the time, Pirates just flat out couldn't pay the bills. They had their backs against the financial wall. And they made a deal with the Cubs that's easily, to this day, and hopefully forever, the ugliest trade we've ever seen in Pittsburgh. Way worse than the Chris Archer trade. Don't even bring that up. Way worse. Sending Ramirez to the Cubs for a bag of balls. The Cubs said, oh, really? You're having difficulty? Huh. We we care deeply about your difficulties. Uh, give us your uh, best, brightest young hitter. Give us your generational power slugging macho third baseman. We'll take him. That's how that came about. That was it. That's, you can't do it. This system, this ridiculous, imbalanced, unregulated, un-anything system doesn't work. It doesn't work. People say, you know, well, it would have been a great story and everything for the Padres, you know, to have won. Sure, for Mr. Seidler, absolutely. Would have been beautiful. But for the rest of baseball, it would have been a disaster. When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern. That's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone and you do the rest it's a ton of fun it's a great meal and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in pittsburgh north shore tavern right across federal street from pnc park your front door your car your bike your computer your gun 
Safety is a habit. Every day you lock and secure your home and everything you want to keep safe. Gun safety and responsible storage are no different and the best way to help prevent accidents, misuse, and theft. If you have a firearm, own it, respect it, and secure it. Visit ProjectChildSafe.org. Brought to you by the National Shooting Sports Foundation and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. I'm not going to do J1Q today. We have a bunch of them. I'm going to save them. I'm not done with this. I I got one more point, actually, that I want to make. And I I apologize. I don't like to break from the the standard form that we do with these shows. But here's the deal. This winter alone, there have been confirmed reports, and in some cases, direct quotes from the people involved that teams are cutting payroll like crazy. The Twins just went on the record. The Brewers went on the record. The Mariners, it's just a rumor, but the Mariners, who are finally good, are supposed to be cutting payroll. The Yankees are supposed to be cutting payroll, no longer trying to keep up with Cohen and the Mets and and no doubt exasperated by watching lower spending teams like the Rays and the Orioles outperform them anyway. What's the commonality here? What's the one thing that jumps out? Well, this one is playing out in Pittsburgh, and that's the lower TV revenue. The death or the looming death of the regional sports networks is hitting everybody everywhere. Even the big revenue teams. And as that pile of cash that not all that long ago seemed, you know, infinite and eternal is drying up, you're going to see these payrolls just keep going down and down and down. Now, you're also going to hear at the same time, well, the overall revenues are up and all the usual Tony Clark, Scott Boris lines. And it's true to an extent because MLB has done a magnificent job, to their credit, of building up their advanced media. They make a lot of money off of the online properties. So it's not just that the TV money goes away and it doesn't become something else. It does. But when you see not just one team in trouble, and by the way, the Padres were one of those that lost their RSN, just as the Pirates did. And it was Major League Baseball that had to go in there and address that situation from a payment standpoint. Now, something very similar could be happening in Pittsburgh, actually within the next couple of weeks. But when you see it happening everywhere, it's not a conspiracy. You know, these owners don't... Uh, they're not in a a tree house. They're not in a club. They're not sitting around making plans about how to handle this or how to handle that. They're competitors. They're actually competing against each other, which doesn't make for uh, a great environment for, Hey, let's figure out how to make all this work together. The payrolls are going down and they're going down everywhere. I don't know where the pirates payroll is headed. I'm not sure that it matters. 
that much. I see the Pirates, as I've said many, many times on this show, as needing two starting pitchers and a first baseman. And I don't think the first baseman is going to cost that much. And I don't think the two starting pitchers will even end up costing all that much because they can't be in the market for the very, very, very top guys because they'll always get outbid at the end. So where is it going to be? I don't know. Is it fair and realistic? Whereas I was saying a couple of months ago, $100 million or bust, $100 million or bust. I don't know. I don't know. I'm open to having my mind changed on this. Uh, understanding that I'm never going to know all of the dollars and all of the cents. But there's no doubt that what's happening is sport-wide. And it'll be fascinating to see how it plays out. We're going to do another one of these shows tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening today. Sorry for the kind of, you know, whatever morose subject matter and tone and what. This one's been kind of on the back burner for me as a subject for a while. And then the death of Mr. Seidler yesterday uh, really underscored it. We'll get back to regular old baseball talk tomorrow. Promise.